Hey, and welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Slurms McKenzie, Meet Cutes, and Terminator Genesis. But first, a word from our sponsor. The future of the data center is moving to the cloud, and this presents great opportunities for business and IT. Lenovo is shaping the next generation data center by enabling companies to create scalable cloud infrastructures. Unburdened by legacy systems, Lenovo partners with best-in-class software providers to deliver end-to-end cloud systems that minimize the time to business value. Lenovo cloud-optimized systems offer proven reliability and thoughtful innovations that help boost efficiency. They're taking turnkey infrastructure for private and hybrid clouds that set up, scale, and become operational quickly. Learn more about how Lenovo is transforming the data center at solutions.lenovo.com. Tomorrow is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. Listening on your phone? Now you can pay while you listen using the same device. Just tap and go. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible city consumer credit cards and debit cards. My guest today is a writer on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon uh, and a former Nintendo employee, which is probably the first time in the history of The Tonight Show that that has happened. (laughs) I'm, of course, referring to the beloved comedian, Mike Drucker. Hi. Mike, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. You're also a podcast host. You you host a podcast called... How to Be a Person. How to Be a Person. That's right. Now, Now... I've never listened to your podcast. That's okay. But you've never listened to this podcast. I've never listened to this podcast. <laughs> so, so we're even. Right. Tell me, tell me about what How to Be a Person. What is How to Be a Person? Uh, me and uh, uh, a now former Tonight Show writer, Jess Dweck, uh, we both realize we're social cripples. We don't know how to do things. Like we have friends who are good at making friends or people who know how to throw a party. Yeah. And we just don't know how. So we want to do a podcast where we talk to people who are good at like life things. Oh, yeah. And they teach us how to do That's that. That's a great idea. Yeah. Now, how, how, how like minute do you scale down on that? Like how to stitch a button? Like do you go that far down? We try not to. Um, it's I, a, like bigger life events. There's been one or two people who didn't prepare anything and, they, and they've been like, uh, how to parallel park. And it's like, all right. Mm. I don't know how that works in a podcast. Um, but then like we've had nightmare. like, we've had, you know, how to live in a different country. Um, one the best one we've had was how to keep in touch with people because when we heard that we were like oh that sounds terrible but then it's a guy that was like listen there are people from high school or college you don't talk to anymore and if you send them one text message they're gonna feel great about themselves wow and you're and like the, and you're listening to that and you're like yeah that's true like if someone reaches out to you on Facebook with wanting nothing not like when they're like hey man could you promote my thing when they're like yeah. hey I haven't talked to you in a while I see you're doing stuff great work you feel great do you yeah don't, don't you uh don't you like if someone from like high school was like hey it's good to see you doing so nah, well i didn't really go to high school so it's well uh, but uh <laughs> but if somebody reaches out from my past i'm generally like what do you what's happening well yeah what do you have on me you can't right prove anything i feel like you get that That's- negative feedback of like you say uh, well, how things are going? How right. are things going? How's this going? Blah, blah blah. Let's get together, and then you don't talk, and I'm like, wow, they must have thought I was a weirdo for doing that. Yeah. Well, you should say let's get together. Yeah. You just. Why, why would you do that? Well, because once you're talking for a while, you like going back and forth on Facebook. You're like, well, if you're ever in the city, let me know. I don't think you right. understand how small talk works. I think that's your problem. Actually, I, I never of, make plans. Speaking of small, yeah, I would not make plans. Right. I'd be like, great talking to you. Sure. Catch you later, and then block. Um. Now you said you did a, a show about how to throw a party. Yeah. What's the mystery about how to throw a party to you? I'm curious. I mean, is this um, like a better homes and gardens situation? No, it's not like it's not like how to like how to uh, like design the right space. It's sort of like how to throw. You know, because we had a guy named Seth Herzog who throws great parties. He throws a great uh, 
you know, why do I know that name? He's the warm up guy in Fallon. Oh so yeah, he's, probably, he's yeah. fantastic, hilarious. He's really funny. Yeah. Um, and what he talked about was the the right way to pick people to go to a party, not just inviting everybody. How to like pick the right music, how to plan it. Uh, he he's figured out a way where he'll throw parties <laughs> at bars for friends, but the bars will pay him to throw that party. What? And it's crazy. And what? he like taught us this whole system of basically like flim flamming money out of your friends at a party. What? And it was really cool. So he's uh, he has a like a he's a pyra- he's like a pyramid scheme. He's kind of at he has a he has a With, social under pyramid the guise scheme. of a party, right? <laughs> You're like and we learned that if everybody pays five bucks, right? Sound familiar, Ryan? Listen, if you can bring two friends to this party. <laughs> <laughs> right? Is yeah. that the deal? Well, it's like the bars. I think it's that he invites them to these big parties at bars. And then because the bars make so much money, they give them a cut of it. Oh, so it's like, what, you know what? People do do this where they host and then they're, they have like a list of like, there's the four hosts. Right. But you're like, I'm paying $20 for you to host. I didn't even see you. Right. My, my dream is to do what Scott Disick does. Nothing. No. Have you read the story? This GQ story about how he gets paid to go to party. Right. He gets paid to. Are you familiar with Slurms McKenzie from? Yes. uh, Yeah. From Futurama. Futurama. Yeah. Like I don't know if you remember, but I don't know. By the way, I love that you're probably one of very few people I could just (laughs) casually drop Slurms McKenzie. And I'm like, like, yeah, of course. Oh yeah, Slurms. Well, you remember like Slurms? There's a a famous. uh, It might be one of the Netflix parts of the of the uh, Futurama story. Anyhow, Slurms McKenzie has to like save the day essentially yeah. by partying. Yeah. And he's just like so tired from partying. He just wants right. to like, he just wants to like watch, go home and watch a movie, but he can't because his whole Slurms McKenzie is like spuds. This is but like I don't so think, I don't out think there. the moral was that you want that life. The moral was no, that right. you don't want that life. <laughs> no, but, I, but, but Scott Disc makes a lot of money just partying. Right. Well, but he's also like got a severe drinking no, problem. He's like Slurms McKenzie. <laughs> Right. He's the Slurps McKenzie of, of reality. He just but thirsts for death. You read those stories that are like, that are like Paris Hilton went to host a, uh, a New Year's Eve or whatever. She was getting paid $50,000. She went for 10 minutes and then she's like, I'm tired. I don't feel good. But it's like, you're getting paid $50,000. Yeah, but, but to her, her $50,000 is nothing. Right. It is like, who gives a shit? She's like 50000 I don't care. That's what she, she spends on. Ass, she, spends, she spends that on an Uber in one night. I don't know. I feel like there's some sort of emptiness behind that. You know, like, you know, like the Britney Spears song, Lucky, you know, where, you know, you, you're a star, but you cry, cry, cry in your lonely heart. I what, feel what like it's like, that well, it's like Maslow's Pyramid of Needs. Once right. you have enough, you know, you got to do something. You got to get the next thing. I'm unfamiliar with that pyramid. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> The only pyramid I'm interested in is the scheme that I'm running. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, you could probably, I don't know, you could show up at like D&D games and oh God. like guest. You guest could. Elf bastard um <laughs> you're saying that my my your realm my like las vegas nightclub right. is a D party right. comic-con so for, after party comic-con say, after party first off let me just say this no way would anybody give a shit about me second i will say this <laughs> the D party yeah i don't know if those exist but that sounds to me like a place i'd like to be right not you don't have to pay me to be there well, don't let say me get that. in there let me get in there with my character deathbringer Right. And show you how it's done. You can he's chaotic neutral, which is impossible to play, but I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> chaotic neutral, what does that mean? Don't know. It means I'm a real asshole this game. Do you play D D? I do play D D. I don't currently cur- I don't I'm not currently in a group, but like if someone was AD, like, hey, AD&D you want to join D&D. Sorry? AD&D or D&D? Now it's just D&D. Oh, is it, there's no is There's no AD&D? no AD&D anymore. Well, I've only played AD&D when I was a kid, right. so I don't know anything about the D&D universe except it's for losers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's for dumb losers. It is. Suck. So now it's all D and D. It's all D and D. They I got really rid of lost the touch with my world. See, at any rate, I didn't have a character named Deathbringer. I don't remember his name, right, or her name. But the important thing is that 
They had a lot of charisma. You had a lot of fun with friends <laughs> that you like. <laughs> yeah, kind of. All right, so let's get back to you. Let's get back to me. So you're a writer for The Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I really have never crossed paths. We've never crossed paths. I thought like when I when I was like, because we are like on Twitter, you and yeah. I kind of interact on Twitter yeah. every once in a while. Right. I thought certainly we've met each other. No, we've never met. That's weird, but they don't let you guys out of the, whatever the writer's they don't let us dungeon out of the is. Well, no, also we're like, you know, when you guys, when guests are coming in for the show, we're usually working on things. So unless we're working with you, we don't really have a reason to meet you. Yeah. It's just at the same time we're doing something different. Well, we just, our shared interests should be enough of a reason. Yeah, but how... Come up and talk about Twitter. How weird would it be if, like, an, an overweight, bald, 32-year-old man came up to you and was like, I also love gadgets. No, it would be fine. That would be no? great. No, it wouldn't. I would... It would feel more natural than talking to Tom Cruise about gadgets. Right. Which was the greatest <laughs> experience of my life. How many times have I brought that up on the show? I don't think there's a show that's gone by without the cruise <laughs> missile making a, an oh, overhead oh, appearance. Use it? Yes, very good. Like, would you rather talk to me or Tom Cruise about like USB three? I'd or rather some talk shit? to Tom Cruise about anything. Am I allowed I, to swear? Does it, yes. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't, have you noticed me swearing? Um, but uh, anyhow, so 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 tell me about your path because you were at Nintendo. Right, I was at Nintendo. What were you doing at Nintendo? I was what was called a localization writer. Okay, explain that job to me. That means I'm partnered with a Japanese translator to help games make sense in English. Oh, so, so you might have been, had you not left. Right. And we'll get to this. Yeah, we'll get to this. You might have been involved in some Pokemon Go stuff. Um, Pokemon Company has its own team. You know what? Don't... <laughs> I don't need a, I don't need your actual answer. Yeah, Just I could have been involved. It. I could have been really involved with yeah, it. Yeah. All right, so you were lo- so you would team up with a Japanese translator. Translator. And uh, we'd make games make sense in English. So like you know, like it's you know, if, if someone like the translator would be like, "Okay, this is what this guy's saying, but he's saying it with a rough like in Japanese the, his accent implies that he's like lower class. So how would we write that here or like he's rough?" Um wow. so it's sort of like cultural oh, so signifiers. They're like, they're like he's a rough customer. Exactly. What does he sound like, like? Right. Because if you, you do, do a like, direct translation, it would just be like, hello, hi, this is my sword. But like, you're losing like lingo and slang right, and sort of right, the accent writing. Right. So what games did you work on? I worked on uh, a game called Kid Icarus Uprising for the Nintendo 3DS. Sure. Now, can you tell me the plot of Kid Icarus Uprising? Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Thanatos. Uh, uh, oh, God. I wow. Don't, well, how much of it to spoil? Because one of them's supposed to be the villain. And you you know, spo- What is it for? The 3DS? The 3DS. Nintendo 3DS. So this is pretty old. The game's pretty old. Pre- game's like a couple do, years old. If you don't want to know, skip ahead. 30 seconds. Skip ahead. You know what? Spoiler alert. We're going to give you... We're going to reveal the... The, the, the spoiler. The big surprise. Kid Icarus Uprising. Um, so get ready. So I worked on Fast that. Fast forward. And then I worked on Mario Party 9. Wait, what's the, what's the... You didn't even uh, say the thing. The plot's so convoluted. Uh, it's... Can you give me a nutshell kind of version of it? <sighs> okay. Uh, basically, you're supposed to think that uh, Medusa is trying to take over Angel Land. <laughs> what's Angel Land? And, and Kid Icarus... And Palatina, who's like his boss, who's like a god who's his boss, uh, is like, we need to we need to come back. It's been a while, and it's very like self-referential. Mm-hmm. And you go and fight out, you know, fight a bunch of bad guys. All right, so you worked on Mario Party uh, 9. I also worked on Mario Party 9. <laughs> Tell you me also about. plied me with vodka before we did this, no, no, and I, I didn't think I'd have to go through the plot of like a Japanese video game. It's Why not? You, it's party, it was your job. You didn't um, think I would come up? Uh, Mario so Party Nine, the plot Mario of Mario pa- Party Nine. Like I played that obsessively, right. but how much language is there that it, yeah. all the titles are puns? So a lot of it's like writing uh, the pun okay. game titles. Like I wrote uh, Pizza Me Mario. <laughs> what? I'll take yeah, like like it's a me Mario, but Pizza Me Mario. Pizza Me Mario. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, that's not good. So what, what I'm else? saying is that I don't deserve a career. <laughs> what what other what other puns? 
That's the only one I remember. (laughs) (laughs) So they were like, we need to turn these Japanese puns. Right. Into into English English puns. puns. Okay. Right. I, I don't even know what a Mario Party is like as a game. Uh, it's, oh, Mario Party's the best. Yeah, it's like a bunch of little mini games, and you compete with your friends. Yeah, you sit at around a party. TV. Yeah, at a party. That sounds. I wouldn't know anything about that. I wouldn't know anything about playing a video game at a Listen, party. Listen, when someone offers you a fifty thousand dollars check to play Mario Party, you'll show up. Does that happen? Do no, I'm saying if you slurm Mackenzie your way into if you the, play it uh, up. Yeah, no. If they want me to disick into that Mario Party situation, I'm there. If there's any game developers listening to this that want to pay, pay Josh. To show yeah. up and play their game. You want me to? You want me to play your? You want me to play Strider Five? I'm there. I'm ready to do <laughs> Splasher <that>. Seven. <laughs> yeah, Splasher Seven. You want to play Splatterhouse Three? Does I, that I exist? I can tell exactly where you stop playing video games based on all your references. Oh, really? No, I play video games. Okay. 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 I, I've recently downloaded uh, titles such as. Uh, yep. Uh, Go ahead. Mm, Call, of, Call of Duty okay. Infinity. Did I just make that up? You, you ju- that I mean, up. part you of did, that you, was you, made up. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's the last game I played? Let me tell you. you know, my problem is actually I have... You played Fallout, right? I started playing Fallout 4 and then, you know, Fallout 3 is my favorite, one of my favorite games of okay. all time. Because I like to wander right. aimlessly and do nothing. New Vegas is not good. But then there's Fallout. It's not good. I like New Vegas. All right, whatever. We could, we could disagree. Uh, it's fair to mid lane. Um, <laughs> what's the new Fallout called? It's Fallout, Fallout 4. Oh, 4. 4. Yeah. Uh, it's just so so vast. Yeah. I'm like, I got a kid now. You don't have any kids, right? No, I don't have any kids. You're, 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 you're all... Sonic's you going play, too fast for you, you for dad. Play, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just like, I, there's so much land here. Yeah. What am I going to do? I got you two hours said, a night. You, I just got, go, you just said, I love to go out and explore. Well, I don't want to explore. <laughs> in in a Fallout 3 era, yeah. Right. In a post-child, busy life. I got it. I got, life, it, I got it. Right. I get two hours a night. Yeah. And I'm not going to wander the wasteland. You're going to be making love. Not going to do that. I mean, <laughs> you're going to be dissicking. You got to be dissicking. I don't want to. I got to go out and party. Right. You know? I got to go Slurmers McKenzie Wait. all over the the scene which have you done more recently played a video game or gone to a party (laughs) (laughs) uh define things are singing it's even bleak here define (laughs) define party um uh a social event that doesn't require sitting most of the time can it take place in my own home (sighs) was it for a specific event yeah or are there just fewer chairs than people i'm gonna go with party (laughs) I can't remember. For a while, here's the thing. Okay, okay. My Xbox One didn't, like, the power supply got fried or something. Right, right, from too much playing. No, I, I think from not being used. <laughs> it felt neglected. Right. I tried to turn it on It just recently. offed itself. No, it was like, turn it, it on. just killed itself. I tried to turn it on, like, three weeks ago, and it right. just didn't turn on. Right. It was like, it was like sorry, you know, it's like, uh, use it or lose it. Right. That was the, that's and the error message. Yeah. Anyhow, okay, so you were at Nintendo. I was at Nintendo. You were at Nintendo, and then you, le- to- you left there. Right. And you went where? I went to IGN, which is a video which game. Which stands thing. for, IGN stands Internet for? Internet Game Network. Bullshit. Internet Game Network? Really? Internet they Game haven't Network? Used, they haven't used those initials since like 1997. And they should change their name to a regular name. Well, they already had the branding and everything, and you know, branding's everything. Imagine Games Network. Imagine <laughs> Games Network. It's, it's even like, worse. It's like, it's like, can you picture a games network? This is it. So, what were you doing at IGN? I was doing. Uh, I was supposed to do comedy videos, 
Uh, and I think some of them were comedy videos. What does that mean? It just I was still learning what I was doing. Uh, they sort of they got a bunch of money from YouTube to sort of do an entertainment type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, IGN Plus, IGN Plus, like fun content. It wasn't it wasn't like paid. It wasn't uh, behind a paywall or anything like that. But they just wanted to do sort of more entertaining, non criticism or journalism. And so they hired me to write it, and it was a lot of fun. I think that I learned a lot. I think sometimes I failed, but right. I learned a lot. Well, you know, they, you know what they say is fail fast. Fail fast, fail hard. And fail hard. Right. And then you're going to learn all sorts of interesting things. But I had fun. I did it for a year. So did you do that for one year? Yeah. And then? And then I uh, was hired by, uh, at the time, Late Night with Jimmy Fallon. Now, now so how does that happen? Okay. I, I, I'm actually curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm legitimately curious. Okay, okay. You're doing some comedy stuff on YouTube for yeah. IGN. Right. Post your Nintendo career. Right. And then you go to work on late night. It, right. Is Gavin is Gavin involved in that? Gavin's sort of involved in that. Uh, Let me just was, say Gavin Purcell, Gavin is Purcell who we're talking about, who yeah. is the executive producer of the Tonight Show. He's one of the producers of the show. Yeah. One of the one is he an executive producer or producer? I don't know if he is, but I but don't Gavin know if he's was not. at G four. Yeah. Gavin produced Attack of the Show. Exactly. Which is like has deep roots in the video, in the game, video game nerd, and nerd universe yeah, yeah, and yeah. the Chris Hardwick world and all that. Right. So you're you're doing this video series. I'm doing the video series. And then what happens? Well, at Did the you same apply? time, I had applied in the past. I had applied a couple times in the past through my comedy manager, and I did not get the job. They rejected you. They rejected me hard. Who's your, who's your comedy manager? A guy named Dave Rath. Dave Rath, do I, yeah. is he good? No, you look like a younger version of Dave oh, Rath. Oh, I do? Though. Yeah, you do. So Dave Rath is old. Like, he could be your older brother. Oh, really? Or or, or probably not your dad, but your, like, older brother. Well, that sounds nice. Yeah. I'd like to meet him. Um, You should. I, I'm open to it. Yeah. Tell Dave Rath I'm available. <laughs> um, So I'd applied before, but uh, I was also doing, I've been doing stand-up throughout my career, and I did something called the Montreal Comedy Festival as a new face. Famous, which is very famous. Very famous comedy festival. That's uh, where uh, Jimi Hendrix set his guitar on fire. That is exactly where Jimi Hendrix set his guitar <laughs> on fire. That was uh, also where Altamont happened. Who can forget? <laughs> Who can forget when the Rolling Stones security went a little crazy? That was at the Montreal Comedy and stabbed, Festival. And stabbed Jimi Hendrix. They murdered some people there. One of the best. Um, yeah. So I did Montreal Comedy Festival, and I think it was also during the 2012 election. I was tweeting a lot about it, and the tweets were doing well. Yeah, because your Twitter account is like, and be, people should follow. What's your handle? It's Mike Just Dr- Mike Drucker, yeah. At Mike Drucker. Yeah. Uh, you're very... You have a. I like your personality on Twitter because it, it feels like you don't have a f- good filter, right? And I don't. you just say things like if you're angry about R- something, right? You'll just tweet about it, right? Well, I. But I, also, if you have a, like a comedy concept, you might tweet that as well, right? Well, I don't subscribe to this view that unless you have a very thorough comedy character, I hate this thing where if you like something, you can't you can't tweet about it because it's not funny to like things. What? And if you're mad what about is that, is that a thing? Yeah, there's people who just like won't, who have no personality on Twitter. It's all like joke after joke after joke, which is give fine. Me, give me an example. I'm not going to give you an I, example you're, you're, of, a, you're, you're, of like a friend of mine. I'm not going to throw someone under the like, bus. Uh, what's well, no, the I would guy, say uh, like Je- uh, Jenny, J- J- what's her name? Jenny Johnson High Five or whatever her name is. Who? Uh, Jenny Johnson High Five. You just made that up. That That's is a Twitter name. user. That is a Twitter. I will confirm. She, all she does is tweet at celebrities like insults, mean things. Like, right. you're a dumb slut, bitch, blah, blah, it's blah, like, blah, blah. like Rob Delaney. Is she got a book deal. She got on TV shows. And so she doesn't tweet anything positive. It's just snark and mean. Right. But it's like her character. It's, it's her like character. her character. Yeah. But She's it's, in character. It's very, I don't know. Oh, but Rob Delaney will, will. occasionally tweet about like, right. how he, Trump sucks. Right, exactly. Right. And I think I or like how, doing like, that. He's like, I guess he's in England now. He lives in England. 
Right. He and, lives, yeah. and he has to deal with um, Theresa May, the new prime right. minister. So he's upset about that or happy. I don't know. What, I, don't know what's I think he's upset. Him. I think that he's she's upset. not good. Um, oh, she's not? I don't think she's good. I don't know. Who can tell? But you see, interesting is, 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 sorry, it's totally off topic. No, it's okay. Sort of on topic, but watching England fall apart yes. politically, I get how people feel about Trump yeah. outside of the US. Yeah. We're like, oh my God, this is a fucking national tragedy. Right. And outside of the US, they're like, haha, like, what's going on in the US? That right. seems interesting. And it's like just a complete sideshow. Right in England to me right now, if you're in, if you're a British person, right, you're like my country is lost. Yeah, they have flushed it down the toilet. But to us, we're like, oh, uh, some weirdos taking over. Isn't that <laughs> charming? Isn't that funny? Well, I think you're also like, oh, you guys are all doing this, which is how other people view us with Trump. They're like, oh, you Americans, you've right. all decided as a right. whole right. to make Trump a thing. Yeah, whereas yeah. most of us are. Well, it's the Bush years again where right. it's like we were all like, we know. I can't believe this I happened. Know, how embarrassing. Remember how good we all felt about Obama when he was elected? Like, we were like, look, so at, look at world. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. Look what we did. We're like, boom. Like, yeah. mic drop. Right. I remember meeting people who, who were traveled here and they kept saying, like, good for you guys. Right. Like, <laughs> like you did it. You but, don't look like a piece of shit anymore. It felt like we were in a really good relationship with somebody where everyone's like, listen, hold on to this one for yeah, a while. Yeah, no. And then like the Republicans were so mad because right. Obama was like being nice to foreigners. Right. They like could not handle it. No. And it was like, no, it's like, no, this is great. Like we suddenly for the first time in a long time seem like reasonable people. Right. We just seem like normal. We nice went from the people. subway crazy person who goes on and is like, just so you know I'm starting fights. <laughs> right. To being someone who just like gives up his seat for someone yeah. else. Remember See, George Bush is like bring it on like after right. 9 eleven or whatever and it's like what? what I mean coalition of the willing. And yeah. if you're not willing <laughs> Right. But we're calling them freedom fries, buddy. Well, I think, oh my God, freedom fries. Freedom fries. That's right. Freedom fries. I forgot. When we were mad at France. And we, we, we didn't that's even how like, punch them. That's not even their food. They don't even call I'm that. sorry. Can we not talk about food? But I would kill for some freedom fries right, right. now. I would, I'm so hungry. Anyhow, getting back to your career. Getting back to my career. Yeah. So uh, you join Late Night. I join Late Night. And and what is your role? You're a writer. I'm a writer. I you focus come up with some what? I'm mainly monologue. I do a lot of the thank you notes. Really? Yeah. Oh, thank you notes, huge franchise. Thank you notes is a lot of. Thank you notes is my favorite thing to write for the show. You get no piece of that, right? Just to be clear, like, you don't <laughs> no. have any points on that or something. No, I'm, I'm paid my I'm paid my my wage. You get your whatever that like my your union's national okay yeah. uh, writer association yeah. wage has been negotiated. Exactly. Okay, so you're in kind of a sweatshop situation, but you're writing some <laughs> of the greatest, most meaningful material on the on the Tonight Show. Right. Exactly. I get it. It's What's not that? a sweatshop, though. They're, They're not, not, like, hitting us. Well, we don't know. I don't know. I, we get I, bagels on Monday, pizza on Friday. Uh, please stop talking about food. I Listen, kill for a bagel we get right pizza now. every... Foxconn doesn't get pizza on Friday. I'll tell no, you that much. No, Foxconn, they put the nets out, and they call it a day. They're <laughs> all set. So... So so t what's the what's the process like for writing a thank you note? Um, Do you just come up with ideas, and it's just it rejected or, or accepted? Well, I mean, that's like that's the broadest stroke way to say it. Um, okay, well, but no, like, okay, sorry, okay. I don't Sometimes, understand your process. Okay, here's my process. Uh, well, half of the thank you notes will write. Uh, Jimmy will say, "Hey, I want us to do a couple of these topics, and it'll be big news or things that are like a movie he wants to talk about." And we'll write Jimmy, jokes based on that. So Jimmy's like, I want to talk about Godzilla. Right? Yeah, exactly. Really? If there were a new Godzilla movie, so Jimmy will come in, right? And I know Jimmy a little bit. You know Jimmy a little bit. You a met little him. bit. You hung out. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, he'll come into the writers' room, right? And you guys are working on thank you notes. He's like, and we got to talk about X. 
Well, he doesn't come into the room. He tells uh, oh, he a, a, supervising a writers to tell us. Runs down. No, it's not. It's, he says it's a not, messenger. He's not like on a. He's like throne a crow. It's like a crow. Telling someone he sends a rags. crow in Game of Thrones. Like he sends a crow out with a message. He sends a crow out um, from his throne, uh, seventeen levels above us. Yeah. Um, no, he's he's he he tells he tells the writing supervisor what what he wants to focus on. And then we focus on that, and then the rest of them are sort of free form. It's almost like writing Twitter jokes, but in the voice of the show. Right. So, you know, I'll be like, oh, I saw, I had a funny thought about basketball. Then I'll write a thought about basketball and it'll be a joke. Because actually the thank you, the thank you notes are probably the closest to rando thoughts. Right, exactly. Like rando Twitter thoughts, And right? that's what's fun about it. Because you, they are uh, like yeah. weird. And that's what I like about it is, you know, like, like I like, I like writing monologue jokes, but right now in the election, like we're so far into Trump and we're so far into Hillary that, you know. Especially with Trump, you're just tired of writing, you know, it's so hard to find new angles on Trump. Really? And especially because he's such a, a heightened personality that you're like, well, I don't want to just play into what you want me to play into. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, what are your constraints like with Trump? Because he comes on the show. We don't really have, luckily, one of the nice things is uh, outside of like just the style of what we would do or normally wouldn't do, Jimmy doesn't want us limiting stuff. Like, we're not being nice to Trump because he's on the show. We're not you're being you're nice not to partisan. Hillary. Right, exactly. Yeah. Our, but um, but it's still like, you've got to be careful. I mean, because you got the guy coming on the show. No, I mean, we've never been like warned about jokes or anything like that. Really? I mean, then again, our show, like also, we're not a show that's going to be like, all right, we're going to rip them apart. Right, like, you know, we're not, that's show. not our show. We wouldn't do that with anybody. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to like, you know, Kim Kardashian doesn't come on our show, hasn't been on our show, I think, for a very long time. But we're not like, not like, man, rip her apart. Or Nor are we like, <laughs> be very nice to her because we want her to come. Right. I think when someone's in the public sphere, they're sort of like, okay, make fun of them in the way that our show would make fun of them. Is there, I mean, there's no, I mean, like if you look at Jay Leno's right. Tonight Show, right? it's very broad and yeah. safe. Sure. And the jokes are at a level that, even if you're making fun of somebody, it's so obvious that right. it's like a joke. Right. You guys are a little deeper than that. Thank you. But That's you don't nice get, you. and you don't get, and you don't get, I mean, this is interesting to me that you don't get guidance on, like, don't go too hard on somebody. Well, you know, the only thing we'll get sometimes is, like, they'll be like, hey, we've done, like, a lot of, you know, Donald Trump's orange. Let's stay away from that. It's feeling kind of stale right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes we'll be like, oh, I'm a little, you know, like, let's move off this. This doesn't seem to be working anymore. Or people, you know, like. Yeah, the orange thing is played. The hair thing is played. Right, exactly. What do you have to go after? The hands? No, that's over. Hands, uh, money, uh, his weird, you know, relationship with his family. Yeah. Um, there's stuff to go after. You know, a lot of the problem is there's, with comedy writing, especially topical comedy writing, it's a chicken and egg problem. It's what's the audience aware of that you can make fun of, but also sometimes the audience isn't aware of a trope until you make fun of it. Right. Um, and that applies to any show, like whether you're The Daily Show or us. It's sort of like, okay, how do you inform the audience of something so you can make fun of it without clearly being like, hey, this is what we're going to make fun of now. Right. Right. Um, and that's the biggest, especially around elections like this, the biggest problem is just not having the audience burned out on a candidate's comedy. You know, because you don't want it to be like, okay, you know, you've made fun of Hillary's pantsuits. You know, you want them to think that, okay, this, you know what I mean? Like, Have you? Have I? I mean, have have there been jokes about her, her pants? I think that was I think that was a joke long ago before like email scandals came out and stuff like that. I think that's when nobody had any 
Nobody there, knew what to say about Hillary. Are there email scandal jokes? Email scandal jokes, sure. Like, like, give me an example of an email scandal. I can't think of one off the top really? of my head. And what, Watch uh, the Tonight Show at eleven thirty. Oh wow! Okay, good plug. Yeah, uh, I'm just curious. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out like what what's the. Uh, I mean, I feel like the email scandal thing is so yeah, it's so complex. Well, yeah, it's hard to joke about. It's it's hard to joke about. The other thing I should say is, you know, I'll write jokes that I disagree with politically because that's part of my job. You know, Jimmy always wants us to make fun of both sides and. You know, I like Hillary infinitely more than Donald Trump, but I'll still write jokes making fun of Hillary. And it's not like some like, you know, moral choice. It's like, okay, this is my job to write jokes that entertain all of America, even the half of America that I don't necessarily always agree with. Not really a half at this point. Right. I think it's a much lower Maybe percentage. third of America I don't necessarily yeah. agree with. Um, you know, so sometimes you just have to... <laughs> I don't know. You have to make fun of candidates even if you like them. Like, I made right. fun of Bernie Sanders a lot, and I like Bernie Sanders. You're, you're a Bernie bro. I'm not a Bernie bro. I like Bernie, but I was never someone who would attack someone online for not liking Bernie. That's a very strange way to be. You know, we should take a, <laughs> we sh we should take a break, and we'll be back with more Mike Drucker. Right. Or, or as I to think of him, Mr. Drucker. Oh, thank Drucker. you. Yeah. Thank you. What? Madrucker. 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 That's new. I don't think of him in that way at all. Anyhow, we'll be back with more after this. Tomorrow is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. How cool is it that we live in a world where you can use the same device to listen to tomorrow and buy your morning coffee, groceries, and more? And did I mention it's a super fast way to pay? Just use your City Card with Android Pay at the register. Get in, get it, get going. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit city.com slash Android Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible City consumer credit and debit cards. You know, not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients taste better and are better for you, so it's important to know where your food comes from. Now, I got to tell you, I'm not a cook. I don't make a lot of food. I mean, the last thing I prepared was uh, probably a can of beans, but Blue Apron makes it easy to make incredible meals. I can tell you from personal experience, uh, you can bring a person like me, a non-chef, non-cook person, into a realm of seeming like they know what they're doing with Blue Apron. Blue Apron has incredible, really smart, full-color instructions that make it super easy to create a meal that seems like you slaved for hours and maybe even days, maybe even weeks thinking about that meal. But the reality is you just got a box in the mail, you opened it up, you took the instructions out, and boom, next thing you know, your family is in love with you. For less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-proportioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the very best. In July, you could have something as delicious as a spiced pork taco with avocado, pickled onion, and elote-style corn, or summer vegetable pizza with garlic, lemon, broccolini. Both of those things sound incredible to me. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash tomorrow. That's a B-L-U-E-A-P-R-O-N.com slash tomorrow. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash tomorrow. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. 
We're back with Mike Drucker, who I find to be incredibly charming. Oh, thank you. And also highly sexual. Oh, well, you are the first. Is that coming? <laughs> You're um, telling me the treehouse wasn't a, a pen of sexual energy? <laughs> what yeah, is the opposite on. of a pen of sexual energy? It's, uh, it's a, a pen g- of... group of people making video games. People playing D&D. Yeah. I think it's what it is. <laughs> um, so the nerds have taken over. Yeah. Do you sure. agree with this or disagree? Uh, I mean, uh, you're you're clearly like nerd culture clearly shaped you. Sure, and, and like I think that in the truest sense, people who can speak to like D and D, yeah, at, sure. at all, they're on a level that's right way deep. Um, but now we like, live in a world where the Avengers is the most popular movie ever made. Yeah, like what does that? How does that change? You know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I also think that there's, Damn it, Mike. there's still. I mean, there's still nerdy things that people, you know, just because superheroes are big or because you know there's a reboot of, like, people are always like, oh, Ghostbusters. People are like taking nerd culture. It's like that's that was a big movie when it came out yeah, in 1984. Fucking blockbuster. That's not nerd it was a huge, culture. But you know what I mean? Like, I've seen people be like, oh, like what I'm mad about. You know, when people are like, oh, I'm not, I'm not mad about there being women. I'm mad about them, like, marketing nerd culture back to us. It's like, that was a huge box office who's, smash. Who's saying that? Is, are uh, people you know, saying that? At anime people on Twitter. Really? Anime oh, 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 gamer gates? Gamer gators? Um, you know, I've seen people like, say that they're, you know, use the term appropriating nerd culture. I, but that's not like a, th- that's so frustrating because it's not an indelible part of who you are. Right. You're like, you can no, take but, it off. But well, I'm saying, but I'm saying, but there is something to be said for the idea that the avengers sure and they're like fan service shit they do in those movies yeah where it's like oh the origin story of so-and-so it's like oh we finally get to see what happened to to bugby what is the guy's name who plays the winter soldier what is it bucky barnes we're to see bucky barnes origin story i'm sorry like the bug there are no there are no regular people who are like what happened with bucky barnes okay but i'd argue like you know um yeah, they're, they're they're just the modern version of westerns, you know. Like I'm sure that there were people back then who were like, I know everything about the history of the Wild West, and then there was people who was like, Yeah, I want to see some cowboys shoot each other. But isn't it closer to like sports culture where like everyone's got some kind of a toe in it, but there are some people who take it very seriously. But they're still the majority. Well, yeah, but at the same time, like you know, like and sports culture works too, where you have people who are like, I like my team. I hope the I hope they beat the other team. Then there's people who. You would call the nerds who are like who know every statistic, every they're player's like, we background. We know they're like a three twenty for five in this right. season. But it's and shitty and, uh, to say like you're appropriating baseball culture. Right. Like it is mainstream. I'm not, I'm not, it's I'm not, mainstream. I'm not saying anybody's appropriating. I'm saying what's happened is something that was considered sacred, sure, and also lame by most people. Right. Sacred by a, a certain subculture. Set it's a subculture. Yeah. Has become mainstream culture. I mean, but and how does that affect what is what is the subculture now of Nerddom, like where are the where do the is this why Gamergate exists? Did did nerd did nerds have to get driven further and deeper into a dark place by the by the rise of uh, the Avengers? I don't know why I'm asking Mike. Well, no, you can ask me. I can. I can. <laughs> like, but, you're but no, you're but, a member of the Gamergate. Uh, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm society, not. Society. I'm community. not. I am definitely not. We a know member. you're one of the one of the biggest uh, trolls. One of the biggest trolls <laughs> yeah. online. You're a harasser, sexual harasser. Here's the thing. A normal harasser. My greatest quality as a nerdy person is I'm okay with people not liking what I like. I'm not mad when they like what I like. I'm not mad when they don't like what I like. You know, like like people online are like, oh, people are only playing Pokemon Go because it's popular right now. It's like, I would play it regardless. I'm sorry. Can we talk about Pokemon Go for a we second? We can talk about Pokemon Go. 
Are you playing? I'm playing Pokemon Go. What? What? What is the? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. There is something intriguing to right. the idea that you have to walk around. Sure, that's a that's a big advancement. Yeah, I mean, there have been other games that do that, but it, it does seem like we're infantilizing people. Well, there bit. it's okay. It not? Here's the thing: Pokemon Go is a Snapchat filter you can play with. You know, like you could also oh, put wow. a wreath of flowers on your head in real life, or put a funny cowboy hat on your head, or a dog costume. But it's fun to be able to take a quick picture of yourself or your surroundings being augmented by something silly. Yeah. And that's half the fun of Pokemon Go is explain, being like explain the Pokemon Go concept. So I'm I get I'm giving these things right. these uh, balls. Right. You're giving poke Well, I mean, the concept of Pokemon is that you catch these animals and mm. then you make them fight each other, which is a morally questionable thing. Why would you do that? Because they can. They're like dog fighting. It's it's a lot like dog fighting. Why that seems very in- inappropriate. I didn't make it up. I didn't create it. I mean, I'm not saying that I agree or disagree. Right, but of course. I, I, I'm just saying that if I got a cute dog. Right. Just and it was as, sentient. Like, they have feelings. They have emotions. Yeah. If I got a dog that loved to lick. Right. And I was like, you're going to fight a fucking eagle. Right. That would be wrong. That would be wrong. But imagine if you could just spray it with, like, Febreze and it would be completely healed. And, like, when you watch the TV show, they think like people and they're, like, down for this. Right. Like, they're, they're okay like, I it. want the honor of the win or right, whatever. Exactly. Except they say, like, pika, 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 win. Like, none of them are looking back that's, in fear. That's only because they've been raised as essentially slaves to their There's bastards. a lot we're talking no about again I'm is sorry. football culture. Right. <laughs> no, it's like they've been raised right. to like want to fight, but they don't have to. It's like pit bulls. It's like the, it's like yeah. the Olympics. It's a lot like the Olympics. The Olympics, you mean Zika drenched Rio? Right. Where people are literally dying to win. Yeah, that, that's basically what Pokemon is. That is what Pokemon is. <laughs> yeah. So I started playing I but I didn't get I didn't get I didn't capture very many Pokemon. You didn't get on Pokemon early on though? You didn't you never played the Game Boy game? A zero fucking interest. Can I uh, just say I'm sorry, I, I'm into a lot of nerdy shit. Right. But zero interest. I'll tell you, you want to talk about some nerdy stuff? Right. I went to see John Carpenter play How was that? Un Okay, so hold on, wait, let me just before I say how yeah. it was. John Carpenter, director of some of the most famous and important horror movies of all time. Yeah. The Thing, Prince of Darkness, yep. Christine, uh, Halloween, oh, yeah, Halloween, Halloween, and probably at the top of the list. Yeah. The list goes on and on. In the Mouth of Madness, which one of my favorites. Yeah. John Carpenter tours as a musician because he also wrote most of the music for his movies. Right. He wrote the Halloween theme. Yes, he did. Which is one of the best An movie iconic, themes of all time. One of the most important, iconic. So anyhow, I went to see him play. I'm sorry, but this is how nerdy no, that's I okay. am. I'm just trying to ex- a- right. explain. Right. The show was incredible. Right. It may have been the greatest concert I've ever been to in my entire life. Yeah. Because I realized when I was listening to his music live. Right. This is the music that I want to listen to all the time. Yeah. And also, they were playing it before he went on. In this theater, the PlayStation Theater, which is in Times Square. You know the theater? Oh, do I know that theater? <laughs> Why do you right. know it? Why do you know it? Because my brother likes to go to the, the hip-hop upfront shows, and I've taken him, and I'm the gay man standing at the bar being like, you want to make another Cosmo? <laughs> oh, that's going on. <laughs> I was his escort for like four years. They're very strict about how they make drinks. Right. They were playing John Carpenter music the whole time before he came on, and it's like, when you hear that music being played yeah. in your environment, it makes everything about what's going on seem... Like you're in a movie. Yeah. It's really exciting. And it was incredible. But my point is like the Pokemon thing. Yeah. 
it never it never touched me in any way. Well, and here's the thing is the reason it's taking off now with Go is because it's it's a much simpler it's a much more simplified version of the game. A lot of the the long term long time fans are like, oh, there's no metagame, you know, a lot of the statistics have been stripped out of you it. You can't battle. You can't battle other people. You can battle sort of like you can technically battle other people, but it's asynchronous, meaning like someone will go to a location called a gym, they'll win that gym, then they sort of like leave almost like, you know, like in a racing game where there's like a time trial where there's like the ghost racer. Yeah. They'll leave that behind and you can battle that. But there's no like, you're my friend, I'll battle you. What's so crazy is that I thought, I mean, my wife Laura and I were talking about right. this last night. What what seemed cool was like, oh, they're, the Pokemons are persistent. Right. And like you and I are competing to get the Pokemons. Right. That's an amazing idea. Right. That's not the idea. That's not the idea. It's here. like you have it's your Pokemons. Of. It's it's sort I got of my Pokemons. Right. They're totally separate. But a lot of it's like the idea that you're going outside, you're meeting other people, you're running into people playing it, you catch them and, and the I've, game read, itself, I've read the charming Reddit stories about this shit. Listen, well, the game the itself is not spectacular. It's right. like it's pretty good. It's like sort of a demo. It's the idea that like I grew up playing Pokemon and then to see them in the real world and other people right. catching them again, it's like, oh, so this could be really cool when Microsoft, whatever the AR thing they're building is. Yeah. Right. Like when that the comes HoloLens. out, HoloLens, right. it'll become incredible. So it's more, all of us are very excited at the idea of this. Oh, I get it. In execution, it's, free, it's so not. There's no... It's also a huge time waster. Oh, we so is every have you met have you met, have you met is the it? Mills? We love wasting time. Really? Yeah. Uber? Is Uber a time waster? It's okay, oh, okay. Okay. You know what? Wow. All right. Uh, Boom. Just uh, blew your fucking spot up. <laughs> you see that shit coming. <laughs> All right. I admit Uber there's, is not a, a time lot of waster. That isn't a time waster. But but Pokemon Go is is there to lull us into a trance like state. Of course. So that the Illuminati, the Illuminati, right, can uh, begin their which they've been holding out on for a yeah, while. Like Jay Z and Beyonce running the Illuminati, <laughs> yeah, yeah, releasing Pokemon. We know Go. that's. Uh... Here's the thing: every government conspiracy is like now the government's making their move. It's like why? Why have they not made their move yet? Yeah. But also, why aren't they better at the stuff that no, don't require I, I, moves? <laughs> a lot of false flags flying around. But here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Here's my thing. False flags. Here's my conspiracy. Here's my conspiracy theory right. concept. Okay. It's like. You, it's like it seems so nice and and comfortable sure. to assume that someone has a plan. They're like, yes. oh, it's all coming together. Here's the scary thing that no one wants to talk about. No one has a fucking plan, right? No one knows what's going on. Obama and Bush and Hillary, right. And Bernie, whoever, whatever. I don't give a shit. There is no Illuminati. The scary part. Is there is no Illuminati? Yeah. To me, that's, that's the, the fucking, scary part of that's democracy. the reality right. we're living in right now. Right. Like no one is planning any of this. It's just happening, and people can't handle it. Right. Except for Pokemon Go, which is a part. Right. Of course, an no, no. integral part of the uh, expansion of the reptilian overlord race and their uh, command right. of humanity. The, my favorite thing I I've wrong? heard. I'm not wrong. Well, online people have been like, "Well, you know, people, you know, the Alex government's Jones using Pokemon Go to track where you are with your phone." Like, yeah, that's your fucking phone. That's how they they can already do that. They don't need a program. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, they're like Nintendo. Hello, it's like hello, right. Nintendo, and it's like, hi, this is the CIA. Right. We think if you could create a if you could create a Pokemon game, right. Based on maps, based on Google Maps, we think we could really needle in on some terrorists on your, on your devices or whatever that d already tell us where people are. 
Anyhow, do you ever bring this shit to a to a writers meeting at the Tonight Show? Well, I mean, Pokemon Go just came out, so I, I didn't have, have the you chance. It, to. Have you brought it into the room? Will I it be was, on tonight? Uh, Pokemon Go will be talked about tonight is on the this, show. This Spoiler is, this is, alert! July, a week July ago, <laughs> we're recording on we're recording on uh, what is it? Monday, July eleventh. July eleventh. Yeah, this is going to air next week. Next Tuesday. Yeah. No, the next Tuesday. The new schedule. What a nightmare! <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen between now and then? Right. We could be living in a, a complete apocalypse. Isn't it nightmare. crazy that Pokemon Go activated Skynet on right. Thursday? <laughs> okay, yeah, but good. I love that. It's a great segue. Okay. I, I want to talk about sci-fi. Okay, let's talk about sci-fi. So you watch a lot of like nerd shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? You do, right? Yeah, sure. All right. I just watched Terminator Genesis. Yeah. Have you watched it? I, I watched it okay. in the theater with my dad. I wanna <laughs> Okay. I wanna I'm gonna just say to the listener. We're in a spoiler zone right now. Spoiler zone. If you haven't seen this shit, we're going to speak very rapidly about okay, it. Okay, quick. Um, get ready to be spoiled. Terminator Genesis. Now, I love T3. Okay, really? That's my favorite Terminator You movie. like Termi- Terminator yes, 3, 3 is my favorite. Three? My favorite. So let's look at the facts. R- wait, is your favorite, favorite part of the meal getting the check? <laughs> <laughs> T3 is amazing. Okay. Madrucker. Claire Claire Danes. Okay. Is in it. Claire Danes is in it. It explains a piece of the backstory that's never really addressed. Not not a great explanation for it, but sure. Why not? Why is it not great? Because it's you know, it's better when it's just like this thing that comes to life, you know? Mm. We don't need to be like, well, then the you know, then the it was mad about this. You Genesis. Know, it was, it was Genesis. pretty insulted. Well, Genesis. Some of Genesis. That is a fucking pile of shit. How did that movie get made? They're like why is it? Why does the Terminator look old? They're like, oh, the he hung out for a while. The flesh, the flesh ages. We never covered this in the earlier part of the Terminator, but he'll just age. Like we solved just... artificial intelligence, but we can't solve telomeres. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, it's like it's like he'll just uh, he's gonna get gray hair because his cells age. It's like, are you? That's the fucking explanation. Right. It's like one Terminator line. couldn't do a little Botox. Like one line in the movie, and then it's like, and then like the Terminator has like a daddy situation going yeah, on. Yeah, he's like with with um, Sarah Connor with Sarah Connor. It's, I mean, it is absurd. It's very weird. But also, did you understand any of the plot points of Terminator Genesis? Well, here's the thing is, one of it's, my... It's, it's incoherent to me. One of the things that people have been doing in sci-fi movies and shows lately is they've used a nondescript app as sort of a boogeyman. Right. And so the whole plot of Terminator Genesis, everyone's like, I can't wait to download Genesis onto my phone. And they never really <laughs> explain what it is. They're always like, it's like, the best you can glean from it is it's like, it's like Google Docs mixed with Face. They're like, now you can you can get access to all of your documents. It's like you can already do that. It connects all of your ser- your stuff together. Right. You're like all of my, the people. No, people in the movie are like, oh, all of my contacts and documents will be linked in one. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's Google your Google account. Your Is Google that account you can do that. Like your Gmail and Gcal. It's gonna be funny when ten years from now they play this audio and they're like, they're joking about how the Google became Skynet, <laughs> but it actually did. No, but this goes back. In my opinion, this goes back to that point, which is like, you think Google has a master plan no. to take over? They don't. They're like, how do we get Docs and Sheets to match up at right. this point? Like, what? How do we? It's like they don't have. A, they don't know what's going on. Right. Okay. Um. So Genesis, Genesis. <laughs> Terminator Genesis, Terminator Genesis. I didn't see the one with Christian Bale. I didn't either. Okay, so it's that bad. It's terrible. It's how bad it is. Yeah, I want to talk about Batman versus Superman. I have not seen that, but I'm okay with talking. about it. Are you kidding it. me? I here's the thing: is I, I bought the 
the ultimate edition. All of my friends oh, three, told me 20 extra three minutes. Three fucking hours. Everything I heard about it was terrible. Do you know, but do did you, you? But when you were a young geek, did you ever like look up, think like, oh, that movie's gonna happen one day and it's gonna be incredible? Yeah, sure. Did your did your adulthood a big flopping disappointment? No, because there's been great <laughs> Batman movies and there's been great superhero has, has movies. There been great Batman movies? Yeah, I think I think has the Dark there? Knight was a great movie. Ha ha ha! Okay, That's, that is the middle Nolan movie. That is the middle Nolan movie. It's a great movie until okay those fucking goggles. Okay, and sure. I'm like, I'm like, you got to be kidding me! I couldn't believe it. I was watching. I was like, this is incredible, right? And then they're like, oh, we uh, made these goggles. You can see what's going on in the city because of cell phone signals. Okay, or yeah, sure. It's not all I'm believable. Like, you, I'm like, are you kidding me? It's well, also it's also a grappling hook. It's not like great physics. Like, no, rip your arm off. A lot about okay. A lot about the Batman could be questioned on on no, like a logistical no, level. No, like really, Elon I'm Musk like, is trying, but we're not right. quite I'm willing there. to accept the bat the bat hook. Okay, I'm not willing to I, accept this. This like virtual reality technology. Well, that was a fucking gadget writer where they're like, where they know that like Bluetooth doesn't work five feet away. Is that the movie where the poor people and the rich people are at odds, or is that the final one? That's the final, That's one. The final one where That's the prisoners come out. A piece of shit, which is terrible. I mean, and I'm not, a, and I'm not a big Nolan fan. Like I hated Interstellar. What? I hated Interstellar. Oh yeah, no, you mean Signs? Yeah. That's the way I think <laughs> here's, here's how I know Interstellar is a bad movie. I, I was like, this is going to be such a great movie that I'm going to get. Very high beforehand, so I had a bunch of uh, edibles, oh, and wow. in the middle of the I movie, hope you, hope you with your delivery guy. In the movie, <laughs> I was uh, I was like, "The fuck is this?" <laughs> I was, like, I why, was, I mean, was, why did I eat this shit? <laughs> Interstellar has so much in common with Signs. Yeah, it's almost as if they were like, "What if we made Signs in space?" We made it in space. Also, like everything is telegraphed. Like when they're like, "Oh, we found Matt Damon," and. You know, his name's Mr. Man, and you're like, fuck you. Just all that, of it. That part is good, though. It's You know what's going to happen. I didn't know. You know. Come on. You know, like, you're like, you know he's going to be a bad guy. Spoiler alert. I can't believe Damon was a bad guy. Yeah, he was I a bad guy. I love Matt Damon. I love I, Matt Damon, too. I'm re- he's I one of my favorite accept, actors. I refuse to accept that he could ever be a bad guy. Um, but I anyhow, hate him Interstellar. Um, you know, I think Christopher Nolan overreaches pretty much constantly i liked i mean memento is a great movie um dude you're talking about like you're way back in the catalog right that's like i i loved uh revolver (laughs) a fucking old record right sure nobody even gets that reference right beatles record it's early yeah it's actually not the early i mean it's not like beetle the beatles have their interstellar like unless you count like wings no white album the white fucking white album is their interstellar okay okay all right. Anyhow, the point is, uh, all I'm saying right. is that the, in in if we look at nerd culture, okay, and we look at what's happened to popular culture, okay, there are a lot of uh, entrants. I think um, uh, Interstellar is a good example. Yeah, I think that Terminator Genesis is a good example. Right, where people are trying to to mine the world of of nerddom, right, and failing, kind of failing miserably. Right, like yeah. To me, like if you look at something like Saga, do you read Saga? Yeah, I love Saga. Incredible. Yeah, but very complex. Yes, you can't make an easy movie out of that. No, but I'd argue like you could make maybe a good HBO show out of it. I was gonna say, what do you think about H about Game of Thrones and that format for this kind of very good, right? Because it seems like even mainstream fans seem to get it on the level that geeks get it, right? 
And I think, you know, like Westworld I'm excited about. I want to see what HBO does with Westworld. Yes, I think it's very interesting territory. I think that um I think that what's interesting is that 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 as, as mainstream becomes nerd culture. Sure. Or at least adopts it. Yeah. What is what is nerd culture to you? I think it's just a gradient that goes deeper. I mean, I got my, you know, when I was in I went to grad school for English lit and I briefly learned Anglo-Saxon. Nobody's, you know, <laughs> fucking making movies about Icelandic sagas. You know, there's still nerd shit that's unmined and unexplored. Um, You're talking about academia. I mean, that's... Yeah, but a lot of, like, things under the surface of that. Like, um, I also think that, you know, movies like... We, we were like, oh, they're superhero movies. But Batman's been famous forever. And the Marvel Universe is obviously new, but it's also, like... You're sort of led into it. You know what I mean? Like, it hasn't... It, it's not like... Um, it's not like all of nerd culture is suddenly one Marvel movie or one Marvel cinematic universe. Like there's no people outside of comic books don't really know saga. Nerds do, but it's not like, you know, your mom's not like, oh, I'm going to get that new saga. Like she might be with Game of Thrones. <laughs> no. I think that there's still no, a lot my, my there. My mom's not going to get that new Game of Thrones. I don't think that's happening. It's also, I think with the internet, it's easier to share things. You know, so you indie artists get bigger faster. Uh, comic books that would, you know, people know who Neil Gaiman is. I would still consider Neil Gaiman pretty nerdy. No, definitely fringe. You know what I mean? But people know who he is. People who like maybe 10 years ago, you'd be like, you're not a nerd. You're just a, you know, eccentric person. But like he has his own American Gods is being made to, into a show. And right. I'm sure that's going to be a monster hit. Is it? I mean, the book is fantastic. It looks and good. People I'm, are really I've, excited. I've the cast read is the book? huge. No. You should read it. Is it's it good? good? You would what's, really, what's it you about? in it particular... About? Gods are whatever we are, anything that people really put believe in and put stock in. So right. there's a god of the media. And the people like me and you who are obsessed with the media, the more you put time in, the more you worship that. And that god becomes powerful. Right. Oh. But American gods, some of them die out. So, like, for example, the patriarchy god would slowly be losing his grip on things. Right. At the oh, moment. wow. It's really good. And, and there's a scene where a man's eaten by a vagina. Oh, my oh. God. The best scene in the whole. I read that. I did that on audiobook yeah. while I was driving. I had to pull over. And right. I was like, this as a gay man is the most horrible. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, like wow. a pulsating vagina eats a man. Well, I, that doesn't seem so crazy to me. Right. So, well, but, but you never, know what I mean? Like, you know, I've never had that experience. <laughs> there's there's going to be gradients to nerd culture. Yeah, hold, hold on a second. I'm sorry. I don't want to go yeah. deep on this. Sure. We're going to go. We're going to go. You, you're gay. Yeah, it comes up every week. <laughs> you love talking about it. I don't mean but for it. But at to... what point were you like, I'm fucking gay? As a child, I saw the movie Casper and I thought, that boy, the guy who, ca when Casper turns into a human, I was like, Devin Sawa is he doing is, it. He just started following me on Twitter and I actually tweeted about him being handsome. <laughs> oh, really? Right? I'm, I'm, Devin straight. Sawa I'm straight. Or but Devin Sawa. I'm straight, but I remember as a kid when he appeared, I was like, okay. He's a handsome <laughs> gentleman. It's a spectrum. So what, how old were you? Probably like six or seven. I remember thinking the the red Power Ranger. I wanted to spend a lot of time morphing. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I love. I I. That's to me is like it's what a beautiful. Like why? What the fuck is up with humanity that we can't just be like that's right. the, that's I the just shit. remember I remember playing Ursula and being like I'm a big drag queen robot <laughs> and my parents were like please stop doing this and I just remember thinking but it, but I'm fantastic. But you did. But your dad is cool with it, right? My dad was cooler than my mom. Your, your dad is cooler than your mom. With yes, it. was really? now my really? mom's better than my dad is, but it used to be. I my can't. Mom I, say, I can't fucking believe that. Really? So uh, no, it's so incredible. Right. I got to say, like, just uh, through this lens, 
like I think about Zelda, and I'm like, I could give a shit. I could give a fuck who she wants to like, right? Have sex with? Sure. Like, just like who she falls in love with. It doesn't mean anything to me. So like, what's weird to me, but and I think Laura is like doubly that. What's weird to me is that um, there would have ever been a divide in any way. I think my dad knew, and my mom was in denial, and my dad was like. All right. Well, he's six years old and he's doing a lot of roller skates. There's a lot of like, right. there's a lot of Spice Girls going on for a, for like a red blooded American <laughs> right, male. Right. What a strange world. What a strange existence that we define. We have to define these things. Right. It's so crazy. Well, to what's me, I, sad I, is I have a best friend who was just like me, who was super feminine and liked all the things I liked. And he's straight as an arrow today, and he still puts up with people from high school asking, like, "Did you come out yet?" Right. He's like, "No, like that's just what I liked." Wait, but is he gay or not? No, he's not. I've seen his porn. <laughs> he's not <laughs> right. gay. He's dated women. He isn't. Like, no, I'm legit into this. He's really, in, he porn. says yeah. breasts, breasts are a-okay. But I think it's yeah, similar to- Yeah, like us straight guys always say. <laughs> yeah, like, like breasts, I, they get honestly, my stamp of I like approval. The, <laughs> I don't want to be this guy, but breasts? Breasts they're, are a-okay. They're fine, okay. they're fine, they're cool. I, but it's similar to nerdness. Like yeah. my dad was a jock and my dad realized at an early age that wasn't what I was going to be. I was yeah. into comic books, I was into aliens, I was into dinosaurs and he was like, oh no. Like, what are we going to talk about? But right. I'm sure the same thing, like, uh, maybe if your dads have niche interests, but the same <laughs> yeah, thing happens dad, when you're My interest. dad did. Did your dad? My no? dad, I think he was a nerdy kid, but then he got very into sports. So, Oh, my dad did not. Right. I remember one of the most meaningful moments of my life was my dad and I were walking through the hallway, our front hallway, and he stopped me and he was like, you know, I wish I had laser vision so I could just like laser vision people who I didn't like and they turn into a pile of dust. And I was like, that's a, I was like 10. Right. I was like, that's a fucking crazy concept. Right. Like, what is that even like in the grand scheme of reality? What does, what does that, that even mean? mean? Right. But I think that kind of thinking you can imagine from my earliest days right. to wherever I am now, that kind of stuff came up all the time. Right. He was just a, you know, my dad's just a weird guy. I mean, he, you know, he's, he's still a weird guy, but I do think that there is, that has like a profound impact on your worldview. Sure. Well, I think with comedy people, like were your parents funny? No, they were not what funny. Mean, what do you mean funny? Like made jokes or told uh, stories or wanted are, to entertain people. Fucking hilarious. No, mine are not. <laughs> my, my dad likes be, he likes to laugh. Right. My dad my dad is like literally giving people shit 24/7. Right. My mom is the queen of storytelling. Right? Oh, that's my mom. She likes to tell a story. Oh, no. Right. She'll just drop some It's just like Listen what happened outrageous. to me the other day yeah, when I went to Terry outrageous. Yeah. My mom's funny in this weird sort of crazy woman way where like she'll be yelling at a grape on a counter and that's what? sort of funny and it's what? like a Tim and Eric way. What is yelling on a grape my mom a is counter? My mom is crazy. And so like she'll like yell at inanimate objects for like not doing the right thing. Like she'll yell at like the te- if the television turns off, she'll be like, ah, the television did it again. And she'll like yell at it. She's like, I knew you would do this. And she'll like yell. My mom has problems. She's legitimately crazy. She's legitimately that... crazy. Yeah. Um, but as a kid, it was kind of funny. Right. Um, she's not like, she's not diagnosed crazy. She maybe should be. She functions. I'm not making fun of anyone else's mental illness. Were you funny this? with them or were you funny with your friends? I was funny with my friends. I was not funny with them. Um, I think when I was a kid, my parents were going through a hard time, so they were hard on us. 
So financially, they didn't have a lot of money. We lost the house. And I think they were so stressed out that they didn't really have time to like be a fun family for a little bit. But I was always funny with friends. Well, it's tough to be a fun family. I don't know what a fun family is. I'll be honest I don't know. with you. I mean, when I think about my parents, yeah, I'm not like, boy, that was fun. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah, sure. What's I had going a lot on? of that. I had a lot I of mean, that. To this day, still, we go out yeah. to eat, and I'm like, what is happening? This is a crazy situation. Apologize to the waitress a lot. Yeah. I just visited family, and there were so many apologies to waitresses. So you're writing for the Tonight Show. Writing for the Tonight Show. You are clearly your your allegiance is to uh, a kind of nerd culture. Sure, yeah. Am I crazy for saying that? I uh, I mean, I definitely consider myself a nerd, but I'm not like someone who like if someone who's not nerdy likes what I like, that's fine. I don't I, I don't I'm not the person who's like, you know, fuck you. You're not you you're not really into video games. What is how high does Mario jump? I don't have that quality. Really? Not at all. Not at all really. Um, you know what? Like, if someone says they like something, they like it. It's not my place to like accuse someone of. But people are always like, "Oh, they're just faking to like it to be liked." I'm like, "Yeah, but everyone does that with everything." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> everyone's have you ever, like, faking. You know, but like, have you ever been like, like someone's been like, "Oh, I really like this movie," and you're like, "I'm not fine. I like this movie too. I'd like you to like me." No, <laughs> I don't know. I just mean I don't do care. Do that? I don't care. Do you? Would you, you would sure, I've, I've dated agree. people before where they've been interested in like they're like, oh, I love jazz, and I'm like, all right, or I when love someone's jazz. Someone's like, isn't the weather great? And you're in an elevator, and you're like, sure, sure, it's a yeah. day. It's a day. Look no, at it. No, There's no, I don't. I honestly don't. You've never like you've never just like okay. Have you ever been on a date with someone and they're like, oh, I really like. French cinema, and you're like, sure, I could also like French cinema, no, or at least no. in, open myself like if to it. You feel nothing towards it. You're like, yeah, that's sure, great. sure. <laughs> like someone's I like, got, I love I cheese. You, I think, you're I like, think right. my inclination is to give someone shit about right. that. Right. See, mine like, is I, to. I, I, my, my, is it, I you are like, lucky you found more. Like, no, <laughs> right. I know, I really am. Right. But I'd be like, oh, Godard, I fucking hate Godard. That's See, what I would say. I'm such a pleaser as a person because I do. I'm not a pleaser. I just feel like I feel like most of the time, isn't it easier to just tell people like when right. I go to the suburbs and meet my parents' friends, I'm like, sure, yeah, lacrosse, isn't that the funnest, right. coolest thing? Great. Exactly. Next, I, next, I, exactly. where's the dip? I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be cool here at no, all. No, 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 no. I but I literally don't know what that would be like. I cannot <laughs> conceive of a situation where I would be like, oh yeah. Like if someone's like, I, oh, love, I love how humid it is. Someone's like, oh, I love my Beats headphones. You're like, oh, I have to tell you about yeah, them. He That's did that me. to me That's the first me. time <laughs> I met him. The I mean, first I, time. Laura claims my wife right. claims that we met before we tradi- we actually met, right. met, met. She says that we met at a mutual friend's house. Right. And she was smoking. Right. And I said to her, I did not know her. Right. I had never met her before. Sure. But I was like chastising her for cigarette smoking and how it was going to kill her and it was disgust it was like a disgusting habit or whatever and that in her mind is our first memory yeah so i i'm not and i just want to be clear i'm not trying to be cool i'm not trying to be a cool guy right i just think to me honesty right and bluntness is like the thing that binds us together as human beings like above all else, like but our, like our when, ability when to I communicate. Met John, he, right. we, our discussion we were having was that about Starbucks. We met in our orientation group for college, and somebody <laughs> said, "I like Starbucks," and John said, "I don't really like Starbucks." And I went in on him about like, "Oh, you're too good for corporate America. Right. They give you whatever you want. Yeah. Here's not a single thing you want to drink at all of Starbucks." Right. That's how we met. Yeah. But then later he said something like. 
you know, my favorite band is Evanescence. And I said, that's great. I didn't say like, that's stupid. I hate it. Like that's a dumb emo band. Right. I said, okay, <laughs> I want to have sex with you later. So I'm going to shut the fuck up. I, mean, like, I mean, Evanescence might have been really? a deal breaker. Yeah, even with me. <laughs> yeah, quite sure, but I wanted to no, have sex with you. I'd have been like, 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 Evanescence, to me, okay, I'm sorry, but like, I think it raises your sexual uh, uh, attraction if you're like, fuck your interest in evanescence that band is ass like i, I do feel like if you can be blunt about sometimes you say things yeah. and they're the straightest whitest male things like the ego of like i'm gonna be hot no matter what my opinion you're like is. a tall Me? thin guy what you're i'm like a fucking crazy i look like a monster tall, thin guy with, with nice hair where you can be no like one, uh, no one wants this me and mike are like look at look right. at this like right i'm like an overweight bald guy i don't have you guys are both adorable i don't know what you're talking about i don't have the fucking capital to be like i hate your music <laughs> what do you think of me now because she could be like oh i think that I'm i sorry. could go fuck someone who has I'm hair so, i'm sorry <laughs> I got. I got. We gotta address this head on, okay? Right. I mean, like you, you think I'm the confident white guy? Look like, at you. You're, you're you're tall. You got like a watch that you know how to wear without it hurting your wrist bone. It's a fucking Apple Watch. It's not cool. You know how to dress. It's a vintage watch. No, I don't. <laughs> I literally was like almost. You had you. You were doing music. You were into. You were. You're like a guy. I almost, I almost I'm an audio engineer. I mean, I almost cried yeah, today by having on. to cuff my pants. Okay, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but you cuffed your pants. And I, I could not tell you what that is if you asked. Are your me. pants cuffed? I don't know what that means. You don't know what cuffing is? I know. I've, I'm aware of cuffs as a it's thing a rolled on up, clothing. It's rolled up pants. That's I, all I, it is. You I've roll up that. the. It's not. Uh, can I just say, I this is on the one hand the most flattering thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Where two guys are like, you're so cool. How could you ever understand? <laughs> and on the other hand, I'm like, this is like uh, of kind of, some kind of weird like nightmare world. Okay. Where as a person who's always considered themselves like Here's, at a so disadvantage. The, so you're going through what nerd culture is going through that we were <laughs> right, just right. talking about. You are, you are the presentable <laughs> version of nerd. If you and I... Uh, oh. No, I'm not Chris Hardwick. You're close enough. Oh, you're close though. enough. You're no. the Price is Right. Now, close enough without screams, going over. He screams everything he says. You could get on He's SNL. He's got a good haircut. I would be asked to no, lose I thirty couldn't. pounds. No. Okay, okay. Do people invite you to go on television to talk about technology? Well, once in a while. <laughs> yeah, there you are. <laughs> then there you are, and there you'll stay. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen most of us who are interested in technology. We're not invited on camera a lot to talk about it. We're mole people. We're mole people. <laughs> no one's ever been like, "Hey, we're gonna do like the Christmas segment on the hottest toys." <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, maybe that's just your negotiation tactic. <laughs> You're blowing. You could be like. Why put Mike Drucker put, on put stage? Put me on. I, I've got opinions. You're like, come on, Jimmy, get me out they there. Have, they have somebody in house who could talk about that shit, but they go out of house because I'm not camera friendly. I, Do you know what? I, the last time I was on camera on my show, I played the body of El Chapo. I'm not <laughs> camera friendly <laughs> on the Tonight Show. <laughs> on the Tonight Show, oh, really? That's yeah. cool. It was. I was paid that's for great. it. I, I got that's paid. Great. Yeah, I don't know anything about the rates, but. but uh, I think being El Chapo's body. Right. By the way, he's not dead. No, he's not dead. No, I. They photo. They superimposed his head over mine. I had to so wear like, a green. Well, they like, like, who ski like El Chapo here? Who's yeah. the most appropriate body type? Mine. And you landed. It, my wait. Is wait. That what happened? Yes. They they, they like, wanted to do an El Chapo. Who looks like El Chapo? Right. 
And they were like, what about Mike? They were like, they looked at all the people who'd be willing to do it. All the bodies. And they were like, Mike Drucker's got the right that's short incredible. fat. That's incredible. Don't sell yourself short. Listen, but what we're saying is in this scenario, right. out of yeah. the group, they would yeah. have said, and you'll play Sean Penn. You'll that's play what Sean would Penn. have happened. Yeah. I would have played Rosie O'Donnell, who's mad about the El Chapo situation. <laughs> <laughs> in any situation you're going to end up as Rosie O'Donnell. Like, That's just kind of a, <laughs> what are you do? Like, here's the thing is, you could walk up to a woman and t- tell her not to smoke, and she remembers it as your charming first memory. <laughs> Whereas if I was like, I, like I was like, excuse me, excuse me, you're smoking too much, and that's bad for you. I like, love- she would remember me as the guy she called the cops on. I, I, this is a bizarre universe. <laughs> Can I just say, I disagree with both of you. Okay. This is a bizarre fucking universe where you're like, you're the good looking guy. I'm right. like, what? I'm a fucking werewolf, had sex with a, a vampire, Dracula. That and all sounds the good were- to me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, by the way, you're also on trend with the teen. By the yes, way, you, you love all these compliments, by the way. You yeah, have to, you're, you're loving it. You're blessing. I know I like No, it's you guys, greatest- I'm going to disagree, so you keep feeding this. <laughs> I can't believe you would suggest that I'm an attractive white man. Uh, I will say this. It, I've seen attractive white guys like Tom Cruise, for instance. <laughs> the cruise missile? The cruise also, missile. We could just take off white and say attractive guys also. No, we no, don't need to no, narrow no, it. I want to narrow it. We want to get as much it. privilege on there as we can possibly. <laughs> They're also Christians. They're also hardcore Christians. They're also no, he's Christians. a Scientologist. I forgot. I'm so sorry. But, oh, yeah. uh, I respect his. I think you're way off. But I will say this. And I think we need to wrap after yeah, after yeah, yeah, the yeah, statement. Yeah. And I just want to bring it down to a level where we can, you yeah. know, we've we've been at we've we've been cracking some jokes. Right. You know, we've been talking about crazy stuff. But I just want to say, I want to get down to something serious. You know, Terminator Genesis is oh, so, okay. it's so it's so bad, <laughs> it's so bad. It, it really is one of the worst films that I've ever seen. It's really bad. Its plot is so incoherent. And I want us to get real for a second, okay? Yeah. You know, about race, about privilege, and just say they shouldn't make any more Terminator movies. No. They just shouldn't do it. They don't need them. It's a mistake. <laughs> they don't need them. It's, Anyhow, it's a bad movie. Mike, Mike, thank you for coming. Thank on you for having this. me. I mean, this... I have no idea what happened here. <laughs> I, I really don't. Right. I really, I can't say. I got to say, you guys are both intimidating characters. What? You're, you're, you're. Uh, I work for you. I fire. Thre- <laughs> <laughs> I feel threatened by your presence, Mike, especially. Oh, thank presence. you. I'm glad we're, we're in the same room. I'll take that as a huge but compliment. Ryan, you're. We have a we have a wall of glass between us, but I still feel like you it should, could. It should it all happen all times uh, right. I don't know what's going to happen. But uh, I'm I'm glad to have had this experience, experience and to have uh, come to understand yeah. a different way of thinking about who I am <laughs> in the world. So thank you. Mike. You're welcome. You're welcome for that confidence. And, and, and Ryan, of course, as always, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Well, that is our podcast for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I understand your family has ventured out to capture some Pokemon and been brutally murdered by a gang of ruffians. Well, that's life, isn't it?